Hi, Dr. Khimani. Welcome to Women Making Impact podcast. Thank you for being here. Thanks. Welcome. Dr. Khimani, can you please give everyone a brief introduction about you? Um, so I'm actually a physiotherapist um, since about okay. 16 years now. And um, I just moved back home to India two years ago. We lived in Australia for about 10 years. We're actually all citizens there, but I really wanted to bring back my knowledge. So... you know this was the right time i have two kids that are still small so this was the right time to come back and all the more the time to come back because of the fact that india has changed so much in the just the last 5 years if it comes to health and fitness and um, people okay. are more aware of you know what they need to do if they want to go on longer in life and enjoy life to the you know uh, uh, topmost level so we took the we took the step uh, two years ago and i set up uh, we came back in about 20, 2018 and i set up continuum within a few months and it's been two years now that we've been running the center in in mumbai and um, i have to say i have no regrets it's been really good and uh, as for my expertise i would say um, i'm purely a musculoskeletal and a sports physio so i did my masters in australia okay. in sports physio and i worked there with some you know good quality sports physiotherapists in in sydney um so lots and lots that i learned over there is what i practice now rather than what i learned and used to practice when i was in india they you know it's very different uh they are very updated with their uh, physio based knowledge and you know the the practice is very evidence based um like i said it's changing and very rapidly in india as well so we are seeing a lot more practitioners now like me who have either gone you know overseas and come back or who are practicing here as well so i guess I, you know all i want to say is if you ask me in terms of what my expertise is is i see anybody in ache, with aches and pain so you know anyone who has aches and pain they can you know seek, seek okay. my seek my services hey, dr kamani i don't think everyone will even know what a physiotherapist actually is <laughs> So can you please tell me about a physiotherapist? <laughs> yes, I know. Isn't that funny? We're in 2020, and I'm still having to explain it to so many people. But listen, it's not—it's not people's fault. I think I think the fraternity or the industry itself has been very underutilized and under-understood. So when I did my bachelor's degree, mm-hmm. which was 2000 and 2000, well, I started in 2000. So I finished it in four years' time. Even back then, when I did it in Pune, we used to tell people, you know. what are we so we in marathi we used to say we are you know we are vyayamache doctor means we are doctors for exercises okay. <laughs> that was a simplest way to explain but if i was to put it in a bit more technical term we are health professionals that keep people functioning so what stops you from functioning you know okay. any health issue that stops you from moving from functioning from doing your day to day chores at home or from going to work if pain is the main thing that stops you physical pain i mean then we look into that okay. we assess the pain we assess where it's coming from we give you a diagnosis in terms of what is the source of it and if it is a source that is purely musculoskeletal then physios can fix that pain easily but if the pain is obviously Skeletal. So musculoskeletal means anything that's coming from either a muscle or a bone or a joint or a ligament, anything that is uh, helping you move around 
and and you know so bend and pick up something or reach out to something on top of your head that that movement that bodily movement has ha, you know is something that your muscles and your joints are helping you with now if something is limiting you mm-hmm. to be able to perform that movement then obviously that is something we look into but if the pain is coming from an organ like stomach pain or you know uh, i don't know kidney pain then obviously we refer you out to those specialists like a urologist or a gastroenterologist so okay. basically what i mean to say is pain yeah. that is coming purely from muscles bones joints is our forte we look into that and we help you fix okay. that and we help you not just fix the pain mm-hmm. but i think what a lot of people don't know is that we are supposed to and we should be helping you get get you back to there to your pre injury level which means if you had pain and you stopped doing 5 out of 10 things in the day then we help you get back to those 10 things which is what exercises do so okay. we prescribe exercises for helping you regain your function okay so right now in india if someone has back pain to usually get they usually go to orthopedic doctor first yes well, so should they go to doctor first or should they come to you first <laughs> again it's a very very controversial topic but i love talking about this is because i think um the pathway of of the medical uh, you know section in india is slightly different to overseas and i can tell you this firsthand is because right. i lived overseas for 10 years overseas people when they're in pain they first go to a physio or a chiropractor or an osteopath i won't get into the details of who these people are but they're very similar to what physios are right so pain is first sorted by a physio assessed by a physio and if they're able to fix it that's where it all ends that's it you don't need anything further if we could not explain okay. or if we feel that the pain is a little more significant or or more sinister or serious then we ourselves refer the patient out to an ortho to say listen this person has a torn you know cartilage or a ligament they need surgery then you know they go to the surgeon they get it fixed and they come back for rehabilitation which is the exercises that happen after surgery that's the usual pathway so even say for back pain a lot of the times physios you know uh, uh, overseas will fix it we won't, we won't even need an x ray or an mri or a ct scan because clinical diagnosis is usually enough for us to find out why is the pain coming and what will help fix it so about i would say vast majority of back pain that is not related to an accident or an injury can be fixed with physiotherapy okay. it's only those that have had say, a bad car accident or a really bad fall or they've had a sudden you know sporting injury where they've really popped a disc out which is like a disc bulge or a slip disc then those are the ones that really first need to go to an orthopedic because they might actually need surgery before they come to us for exercises so that's the usual pathway overseas now in india the the way it has always been happening over the years is the first point of contact is either your gp or your orthopedic surgeon we used to come second right but again like i said before in the last say 5 to probably about 7 or 8 years things are changing and things are changing for the better the only reason i say they're changing for the better is because it is saving people money and time say for example you have back pain you go to the gp the okay. gp tries to give you some medication and that helps temporarily but the pain keeps coming back then the gp says i think right. you should do an x ray 
you go and do an X-ray. I think the findings nice. are not very significant. So he says, rest it out, take medication, you'll be fine. Again, the pain keeps coming back. Then the GP says, I think we should go yeah. to an ortho to see if there's anything more you need. So then you go to the ortho. Then okay. the ortho says, okay, try this other set of medications or go to a scan like an MRI or a CT scan. Then the findings of the MRI okay. are slightly, you know, more than what the x-ray showed, but still not enough to do surgery. Right. So the ortho says, all right, I think you should be okay now to start physiotherapy. Now, can you see how much time and money has been spent in reaching us since day one? You know, so it's almost like right. a month before the patient actually comes to us from the time the back pain started. In that month, I could have found the person okay. in just three to five sessions and they would have been back to normal functioning. So my point is okay. each of us have a specialty that we are good at and each of us have a time okay. frame that we can fix you in. Like I said before, if I can't fix the pain or the problem or I feel it's too serious, I myself have sent people out as soon as I've seen them for five minutes saying, listen, you don't need me. You need the specialist. I will give a call to the doctor. Please go see him today itself. Okay. So Dr. Kimani also want to understand that if someone delays in seeing a physiotherapist, then does the injury worsen with time? It definitely does because, see, your body can only um, survive and, and compensate till a certain point of time. It compensates, say, for example, okay. uh, any muscular issue, all right, will help you. You know, you'll probably be able to still function because there is other muscles that try and compensate for something else. But that compensatory mechanism is temporary. It is short-lived. And in fact, it creates secondary issues. So say, for example, if you had back pain for a year, a full year, and you haven't done much about it except for taking painkillers, I guarantee you by the end of the year or the following year, you'll start getting knee pain. Then you'll start getting upper back pain. Then you'll start getting ankle or you know, feet okay. pain because your body tries to compensate and cheat. Okay, but that cheating only lasts temporarily okay. and it gives you other issues and, you know, problems later on. So, technically, delaying okay. addressing pain is never a good idea. In fact, again, India is becoming very proactive than what we were before. You know, we are a culture that was very reactive. Means we used to not address pain at the first sign of it. We'll wait till we are completely bedridden. We were a culture like that, but it's changed. You know, the newer generation is brilliant. I mean, I would say newer generation because people in their 20s are superb. Like a vast majority of my patients that are between the 20 to 40 mark are really good because they address the pain because they don't okay. want life to stop. It's the older generation that okay. still waits out and waits and waits and waits because they think that, ho jayega, theek ho jayega, apne aap ho jayega, wait and watch. So that is actually not the right way. Being proactive okay. now is the best way. Okay. So Dr. Kimani wanted to understand that you came back to India only two I years did. ago. So what challenges did you face in setting up continuum back then? What challenges? Right. What challenges did you face? Uh, to be honest, no challenges really because um, I, like I said, now the culture and the country is so ready for this kind of therapy and this kind of intervention that, um, you know, it was very easy for me to be able to convince people or rather not even convince, to be able to spread the word that now that I'm back and we've set this center up, 
you know if you need any any okay. any uh, help with your aches and pains come see us and i think the practices purely run uh, only on word of mouth we have not done much marketing really so word of mouth means that if you're happy okay. with some services if you're happy with some uh, you know experience that you had in a particular place only then will you tell the other person ki bhai idhar jao they're really good so that has really been right. our biggest achievement is because now we're completely you know booked out purely word of mouth and i think that is itself okay. really satisfying to know and i would say you know really uh, the best thing i could have done and i have no regrets coming back because i think i get the first question i get is why did you come back <laughs> so no i have not had any challenges also very intrigued by the name continuum so what was thought process behind keeping this name so if you know the meaning itself is means that it is a ongoing process continuum means the journey from start to end and ongoing further so means right. i wanted people to know that having pain and injury firstly is not the end of everything uh, it's the journey from injury to recovery and even beyond recovery so basically the idea was to one have a name that is much more positive gives hope to people gives faith to people and i wanted people to know that it means that life goes on come what may and i am a big believer in it that there is always a plan b every patient that comes into continuum's okay. door i make sure that if i can't fix i will call another colleague or my junior physios or anybody that's in the clinic that's working i have six, a team of six or seven of us now i will call them in the room and say listen this is the second session i am not 100% sure if i'm on the right track can you please brainstorm with me so two brains better than one so basically the belief system that continuum has is that we have to fix this person and there is always a plan b so it's not that we give up on you by the 10th session or by the 5th session we make sure we find a solution and we fix you okay dr khimani also dr khimani in india especially physiotherapy is a very male dominated industry right now um so how do you make yourself known in this Hey, yeah, मतलब did you face any challenge in that? Any bias toward for the people? So I would actually uh, somewhere one I would agree, but the other place I wouldn't agree is because if you see physio colleges, the ratio is actually higher for females. There are a lot more females doing. Not, not yeah, but but most of the I know yes, are males. Yes, but they are that because that's in the sporting industry. So I would say yes, you're right. The okay. sports physio industry is very male dominated. and in fact i'm surprised okay. that in 2020 i got told by ipl or by isl or by pro kabaddi that sorry male team ke liye humko male physio hi chahiye i mean we are in 2020 i can't okay. believe that this is what i just heard but this is what i was told so i have two staff female staff who are okay. sports physios and extremely keen to get on with team but they have been told that you will get but you will only get enough female team now i understand female yeah person. i understand that maybe it's logistic maybe it's budgeting you know you have to give a separate room when you're traveling with a sporting team if you're a female physio but you know it has that should not be the decision as to who to take on board like as i said again i go back to overseas if you are a good physio male or female and if you're a okay. physically strong physio who can treat people and fix sports people then whether you're a male or female really should not matter it doesn't matter to me when i'm working in a clinic does it i treat males and i treat females so why should it matter when it comes to sporting right. uh, team so 
so i think only within the sports physiotherapy industry is very male dominated especially within the male team um but within the sectors okay. like hospitals and clinic it's not male in fact it is more female dominated but yeah that my my biggest challenge right now is i would have loved to get into a say a football team a male football team because that's my first love i'm not really a cricket fan uh okay. but you know sadly most football teams uh, if it's a male team they only want a male physio and i will be honest with you i've been back okay. two years now and i've met enough and interviewed a lot of physios and i can guarantee you if i put two female physios that are physically strong and have good clinical knowledge they would be way better than the okay. male physios that are on those teams Mm. Okay, so Doctor Kimani, how different are sports physiotherapists from the other physiotherapists? Good question. So I think the biggest difference is in uh, the in-depth diagnosing that we do as sports physios. Now the reason being, um, okay. if you think of it, a sports physio when they were on field, for example, we're on the football field on the sideline, and there is an injury that's happened in front of our eyes, we get literally a window of three okay. to five minutes. to run assess the person diagnose them correctly fix them so much so that at least if they're ready they can go back to playing within 3 to 5 minutes so our diagnostic skills and our knowledge for diagnosing an injury has to be very very in depth but also very very quick and accurate because we don't get enough time to assess them and diagnose them before we have to send them back um so that is one of the biggest differences is the diagnostic okay. uh, skills are a lot more in depth and i would say uh, you know uh, okay. a lot more quick uh, that's not to say that non sport okay. physios are not good i as i mentioned before it's the time frame okay. that you, they get in a clinic versus on a sporting field so i always say to people that you know choose a sports physio a if you're a super active and a sporting person or if you've had issues with uh you know injuries related to sport for sure don't go to a non sports physio clinic because i guarantee that there will be a difference in the approach there will be a difference in the diagnosing there will be a difference in the treatment but again can you please update on this sorry can you please elaborate elaborate so on it when i say elaborate to so say for example uh, say at continuum most of us that uh, assess and treat people have been trained under me so i have been trained by a sports physio in australia okay. so i use that same model in the clinic now the the model includes a assessment okay. sheet which is almost two and a half pages long we go really in depth to your assessment so say for example if you're coming with back pain we're not just looking at your lower back we're looking at your mid back we're looking at your neck we're looking at your hips we're looking at your knees and we're looking at your feet the reason i say this is because your body is one unit okay every system works with the other your hips are dependent on your back your back is dependent on your mid back your your back is also dependent down on how your knees are and how your feet are so if you miss out on assessing even the feet or the knees you've missed diagnosing the back correctly accurately and effectively so technically every physio will be eventually be able to fix lower back pain but how can you fix in a way that it will not come back ever again that is more important right so if you miss something in your diagnosis the problem is that the issue keeps recurring and our idea of making sure that right. you're assessing properly is so that 
we not just that we fix the problem but we don't want that person to come back with the same problem every few months it would be great it would be great okay. for business but that's not the point <laughs> you know we don't want that person <laughs> to keep coming back that means we have been ineffective we don't want them to come back you can okay. come back to us with something else but not with the same issue every time that that looks bad on us so doctor kimani want to understand how important massages are in physio in physical health um so again massages have a vast variety in them uh, okay. uh, just calling it a massage would be slightly generalistic but technically it's a very very important aspect of therapy uh in okay. fact it is ancient it is an ancient therapy for india as well you know not just like asia overall even chinese used to do it you know the, the japanese used to do it the thai do it and india that used to do it a lot more uh you know especially down south so massage per se is extremely important when it comes to reducing pain and as a part of okay. our pain treatment but we choose our people as to who needs it and what method do they need so depending okay. on what they have come to us for does not mean that everybody who walks into the door needs or gets one it's very okay. uh, like case so for example if it's a very acute case where you've just had your back issue yesterday or today morning and you come to me say now in the afternoon i will not dig into you straight away it's too fresh it's too early you know the first okay. 24 hours you just have to let the body react to what has happened and the massage comes at a stage where pain has technically reduced a little or even stabilized a little because the first 24 hours you still don't know how your body is going to respond so i would not recommend people to go for a massage as soon as they get pain you first need to figure out why it happened and you know uh, how your body is reacting to it and okay. uh, then then when it comes to therapy this is when people are in pain but generally okay. also it is people who are super active and who are regularly exercising that they should get a massage at least once a month so that any tightness that might have developed they get rid of it and that prevents pain okay so it's a really important aspect yeah okay as dr kemani i also get that continuum has a five year plan yes can you please speak about it i mean to be honest the five year plan is definitely to be able to be present in most major cities of our country because the model that i have brought back with me from australia is the model that i'm hoping that every physio in the country actually is able to use so okay. ideally i would have loved to start teaching in 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 colleges but right now i think it's too early for me to teach because i'm still a clinician my hands are still very well functioning and i okay. want to see patients and a clinician becoming a teacher or an academician in a college is very different so i don't want to divert myself but i will get into teaching maybe down the track but in the next 5 years my plan is to really spread continuum to various cities of the country so that okay. we are able to people not just effectively but really you know fast instead of wasting time because as you know you know life is unpredictable you can't be uh, uh, trying there's trial and there's no room for trial and error you know you have to be on the dot with why you're fixing something and how you're fixing it and how to clear fixing it so aches and pains are the last thing that people should have to worry about we have bigger worries going on in the world right now <laughs> very true so dr kimani will you spread it in a franchise model 
Oh, good question. I would love to. I don't mind it at all. You know, for me, knowledge is something that I share out very, very easily. So the okay. franchisee model would definitely be a great way. The only problem is the franchisee laws in India are still not very strong. No, so, that is. And, and yeah, and problem is that we are still uh, in a in a stage where, you know, uh, I to to assure quality, especially because we are a service based industry. We're not a product. So if okay. we are a service-based industry, I have to make sure that the quality that we are, you know, uh, producing in every single franchise branch of Continuum is the same. So if I can maintain quality, and if I know, because we have, so for example, for the current branch, we have SOPs in place. Everyone okay. has to go through that SOP. Everyone has to sign it. Everyone has to stick to and adhere to it. Now the thing okay. is, I'm here right now, so I can keep an eye on all of them. And of course, you know, in the franchisee model, we'll have supervisors and we'll have area managers to manage that. But the idea of a franchisee, again, like I said, is if I am protected by the law, I will definitely go down that path. But if I'm not really sure of how well I'm protected by the law, then I might be able to not do the franchisee model. And that stage, I might choose the ownership model, which is in you know, uh, individually owned branches. Okay, got it. So, Doctor Kimani, as you mentioned, that you are stuck in quarantine right now. Yeah. So, what can we do to preserve our bodies in this time? Oh wow! So, you know, I think the best thing we have right now, as you rightly said before, Shrey, is we have time. Right. <laughs> so, when this is the time we never had before, you know, I don't think at least my generation. I'm in my late thirties, and at least our generation who are workaholic, I don't think we had the time to look after our health. and i talk about always physical as well as mental health so i just recently did a series of videos um for my social media and and i every single video i think there was a little point i touched upon was mental health along with the physical side because they are always interrelated so if okay. you want me to really list out how to look after your body is really is i mean again there's so much information out there already there are such good practitioners you know who are sharing who are doing free yoga sessions Gym workout sessions. They're giving out exactly plans to people how to follow uh, virtually online and things like that. But really, my top five things would be one is to try and spend thirty minutes exercising. Housework does not count as exercise. So there's a okay. lot of you know middle-aged people that think that oh, we've you know we've been doing housework. We never do it. Now we've been doing it. That means we're doing more physical work. that does not count as exercise unless your housework makes you huff and puff and you're sweating and you're out of breath then it's fine but if it's not making you sweat and you're not you know out of breath then you need extra exercise on top of housework this 30 minutes honestly it's possible so working out the reason again we all know is exercise helps build up immunity and we really need our immunities right now at top notch levels right okay so technically we really need to exercise regularly that's number one priority right now uh, number okay. two obviously a lot of nutrition advice is going on on the internet take that advice see what foods are good for your immunity i am not a nutritionist so i don't really like to give out advice on what kind of food to eat but all okay. i would say is follow social media is beautiful follow the right kind of people on instagram they are giving out good quality advice on nutrition you know there are okay. such good nutritionists on um, in india right now and even abroad they are giving out the list of ingredients the list of you know they're giving out recipes to follow 
and whatever is at home they 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 helping you with you know making sure that you eating nutritious food again to build immunity so again i'll come back to the same point is right now important thing is to build immunity so what we eat will really make a big difference okay uh, third point i i would like to bring about is you know looking after your physical being is interconnected and and dependent on how you are feeling emotionally so of okay. course we're all stressed of course we're all scared and and anxious we don't know we can't see the silver lining yet we can't see the end of this yet there's a lot of anxiety but there is help for you with this anxiety i would say the first point of contact with this help is friends and family talk to whoever you like in your circle if you feel there is nobody in your circle that really understands what you're feeling reach out to helplines india has amazing helplines reach out to psychologists there are lots of psychologists that are doing online consults phone consults virtual consults so it's okay to talk okay. to a psychologist or a counselor because it is absolutely okay to talk to somebody so you get a perspective a second person or a third party perspective of how you're feeling and validate get your feeling validated because it's really important sometimes we think we're sitting at home we're thinking we're stressing out but we probably don't know that there are 30 other 40 other 50 other people exactly going through the same thing so it right. sometimes you know it helps to talk to somebody about how you're feeling okay. looking after okay. mental health is equally important and uh, my my last thing again i'll i'll end up with saying that you know if you're in pain you don't you don't have to choose to live in pain till lockdown is over so really okay. you can reach out to your physios to your um you know doctors if you want to so that you can get these virtual consults and get your pain sorted whilst you are at home it's very possible you don't not everybody okay. needs surgery so the only thing right now right. you can't have is elective surgery baki everything you can do so a physio okay. will be directly be able to assess you online in on the camera and they'll be able to tell you why you're in pain and what you can do okay. and they'll send you exercises or they'll teach you online so you okay. know they can do that for the pain so if you know if you cover these four main important points i think being healthy is not difficult in this period Also, okay. So, Doctor Kwani, you also mentioned that mental health and physical health are related. So, okay. can you please speak more on this? So, there is. I I won't go into two technicalities, but if you okay. understand how our body functions, we call it physiology. All right. right. According to physiology, your brain tends to um, say, for example, there is a, a, a worry that's worrying. There's a something that's bothering you emotionally. be it financial stress be it stress about you know having uh, issues in a relationship or be it just the fear of what this whole virus thing is going to do uh, to us as humanity in general all right okay. what that fear or stress or anxiety does we call it a stress response it sends signals to your brain that something is not right and you're not feeling normal now that okay. signal that stress response works negatively on your other systems in the body for example your immune system so your immunity technically is affected and it reduces thanks to this stress response that has gotten created now when okay. immunity drops what happens it causes you know your body to not be able to fight in like fight disease or fight pain or fight muscle spasm so if immunity drops that means your body can't handle physical stress your body can't handle physical stress when immunity drops 
so can you right. see now there is a cycle that has been created so stress or worry led to immunity dropping immunity dropping led to physical issues or pain and now if you want to complete the cycle pain will cause more stress anyway so can you right. see how it becomes a vicious cycle right yeah so it, it's a cycle that can be broken very easily by addressing both sides of this physical as well as the emotional aspect okay so dr kemani due to about mortal losses we also a lot of psychosomatic diseases now this yeah. is purely because of mental stress definitely not just mental stress i think we as humans have become very complex because our needs are more no now we need more things we want to buy that car we want to buy that house we want to go on that holiday so obviously when our basic needs are only so high your stress levels also going to increase and when your stress levels okay. are high we i will take you back to that same cycle that i mentioned before it leads to that entire cycle of you know stress causing lack in immunity that causing you know aches and pains and disease so psychosomatic okay. diseases are nothing but self created issues but right. i'm not going to blame people for it i would say it's the whole peer pressure of the entire you know lifestyle that humanity in general everywhere is not just in india everywhere okay yeah so got it so dr kimani do you also advise clients to exercise regularly yes absolutely so exercising like i mentioned before is something that i would encourage every single day not not like who used to say three times a week 30 three minutes three times a week yes i would, yeah no i would say every single day seven days a week okay. 30 minutes because unless of course you're in pain or you're sick that is different but okay. i think every single day 30 minutes is the ideal way to gain the positive effects of exercise especially if you're somebody who's never been used to it okay and also people who have limited mobility how can they exercise yeah. in a more better manner hello sorry i can't hear you what i was asking is that people who have limited mobility yeah how can they exercise in a better manner so limited mobility in terms of being able to get out of the house or limited mobility in terms uh, of limited um, leg function all right so people who have say things like um, you know the elderly or the paralyzed yes, the, one or the paralyzed one both of both the categories correct so technically if say for example you talk about neurological issues like paralysis or um, spinal cord injuries they where people have been in an accident or something those people ideally should be breathing all day all the more reason because their blood circulation otherwise is very sluggish and they tend to actually hello dr kimani are you audible again hello? yeah yeah sorry about that so exercising for them is all the more important is because otherwise their blood circulation is compromised because they're not moving anyway so the way we encourage them to exercise is either okay. if they have a carer at home full time carer that carer usually should be helping them doing the exercise the limbs that are not moving they are called passive movements so the carer actually has to move those limbs themselves 
and the limbs that are moving say for example a paraplegic whose legs okay. are paralyzed but arms are not then the arm exercises they should do independently and the leg exercises the carer has to actually help them move the leg you know up and down side to side so that the circulation okay. has been maintained and the other thing is if they are bedridden then if they have a carer ideally the carer should get them out of bed every single day be it to shower or to have a meal or to just put on a wheelchair and roam around the house anything but movement and change in position is very important for those that are bedridden otherwise they have other complications like bed sores and you know lung issues okay. and stuff like that and for the elderly population again all the more reason if they are see if the elderly population can shower themselves dress up have a meal right. then they are able to move okay they are not limited in mobility and if they are able to move then they can easily exercise again in india there still the elderly population still doesn't um have that concept of oh i have to go to a class to do my exercise or i have to reach out to a professional to do my exercise it's gotten a lot better though they are into yoga a lot more i'm seeing so a lot of my older population patients that used to come all of them used to either do yoga somebody used to come home for that or they used to go for a walk and things like that even that much is good enough but as far okay. as they have a good routine in place even for them exercising okay. is utmost important so dr kumani is finishing this now so how can people reach continuum um so they can either call us on our uh, clinic numbers uh, which are accessible right now because our clinic uh, is uh, the numbers are on a mobile phone that is with my receptionist and the number is 8291003611 or 8291003612 or they can email us on info@continuumservices.in or they can even message us dm us on instagram or facebook and both these pages are at can you please spell continuum for all for audience no gaps all small sure so it's at uh, at the rate of continuum is c o n t i n u u m the c o n t i n u u m continuum zero no gaps all small this is on instagram okay. and facebook thank you dr kimanis for great talking with you thank you so much take care, thanks for the opportunity take care